What are the motivating powers for practice? There is no right or wrong answer. According to our founding master's word, he pinpointed four things. Faith, zeal, questioning mind, and dedication. In one Buddhism, it's called the four articles to develop. Then he said, when you have these motivating four powers, you will be successful in your career, in your practice, in human relationship, and so on. So, in some part, it's not that successful, then you need to reflect whether you have a faith, a zeal, questioning mind, or dedication. Can you calculate in your mind 428 being multiplied by 34? Or some of you had operation. You were under complete anesthesia. You don't know what the doctor or nurse did to your body. You may heard from the doctor after the operation. But when you are deeply hypnotized, then you can recall clearly what the doctor or nurse did to your body. In your conscious level, you have no idea what they did. When you are deeply hypnotized, you can calculate in an instant 428 multiplied by 33, 35. This means we have lots of layers of consciousness or mind, but very deep in our mind, we have uh, some inner core consciousness. You can call it the Buddhahood or inner kingdom of God, which is full of wisdom, virtue, all kinds of potentials, capabilities. That's why when a fire breaks out, from time to time, we read from the newspaper. Some small lady picked up something very heavy and uh, got out of the house. So, in that sense, we can define spiritual practice in this way. Spiritual practice is to reveal our original mind or true self which is already inherent in our mind. That inner world full of wisdom, compassion, potentials, etc. 
But in this journey to reveal this inner world, there are a lot of obstacles. What could be the obstacles? For example, when you meditate, some snoring person next to you, maybe an obstacle, or your spouse who lacks understanding of your practice can be a hindrance. But true obstacle is in our mind, in our mind. For example, laziness, doubt, unwholesome attachment, etc. If your mind is full of a face, zeal, questioning mind and dedication, then some external obstacles can be transformed into a stepping stone. So four obstacles, disbelief, greed, laziness and ignorance in one Buddhism, our founding master named that as a four articles to abandon, four articles to abandon. They say spiritual practice is a, a better, a better that arises in our mind field. In order to win a war, for you to fight very hard is important, but as much as important is to have a great ally. Yeah? ally. That's a very critical thing. Those ally or friendly troops can be your teacher or some sangha, good friend, but the True ally is still in our mind. That's four articles to develop faith, zeal, questioning mind, and dedication. This is the, what I would like to talk today. First, belief. Belief means faith, which is the motivating force that settles the mind when we try to accomplish anything. When I worked at the One Institute of Graduate Studies in Philadelphia, like around 20 years ago, uh, in one summer, I felt very dizzy because of the low stamina, and I went to the acupuncturist or and herb doctor uh, was uh, one of the faculty uh, in the acupuncture department. But uh, when I first met him, he looked like in his early 30s, uh, early, early 30s. Actually, I have no idea whether he's a great herb doctor or not, but I felt like he's too young to have a lot of experience in this area. Probably he might have the certificate a couple of years ago. So, his prescription, some proper herbal medicine, 
I don't, I didn't have much faith whether I actually have to follow his prescription or not. So when you drive somewhere, some unknown area, if you cannot trust the navigator or map, how can you embark your journey? Attaining complete liberation, nirvana, etc. That's really driving to unknown territory. Even what could be the best meditation technique? What am I supposed to read? What kind of scripture should I read first, etc.? But there are a lot of things we are not quite sure. So, in order to embark our journey, our spiritual practice, the first thing is the faith. You have to trust something. We have a lot of our, our loved ones, our friends, parents, etc. But they themselves don't live a perfect, free, or happy life. So in our spiritual journey, we have to trust the words of the Buddhas and the Bodhisattvas first, because they are the first the persons who actually reached there and know the path clearly. Even there are a lot of uh, peaks on the Caskill Mountain, but when you stand on the highest peak, you can see what's the best path, what's the best trail. So only the person who attained great enlightenment can tell which is the best path, which is the shortcut, etc. So we need to trust the, the words of the Buddhas first, trust on the words it's contained in the scripture. Pat, would you read that passage? Yeah. Phrase seven. Faith 7. The great master said, the reason faith is considered to be the most important of all assets in the order of moral training is that faith is the vessel that contains the Dharma, the basic power by which koans are solved, and the basis for keeping the precepts. Studying and practicing without faith is equivalent to watering dead plants. There are no results. Therefore, first establish a stable faith, and then you can save yourself. The important thing in teaching others is to evoke faith from people with no faith. Okay, thank you. The second is a zeal. Zeal has a little negative con connotation sometimes. 
zeal, college, passion, the, the translation is very diverse. The definition of a zeal, zeal means a mind that heroically moves forward, which is the motivating force that encourages and pushes us along when we try to accomplish anything. So with a, a very solid face, you started some journey. But that's just the beginning. You have to actually drive very hard, eh? especially when we encounter some obstacles. Sometimes it's external or internal. Think about that. Why some people in their career spiritual practice in whatever area, why some people overcome the obstacles successfully, or some people less successfully, or why some people arrive their destination very quick, or some people, for some people, it takes a lot of time. So. The second element is the zeal or the passion. Zeal, the definition of a zeal is a mind that heroically moves forward. Heroically moves forward. Chinese character zeal, zeal. This lower part means shim, means mind and heart. This upper part is division, being divided. Zeal literally means anger. Anger. Do you know when your mind is so focused without any wandering thoughts at all? Just one single thought when you are very, very angry. So when we say we are very angry or mad, it usually is some, it has some negative energy. But depending on the direction, we can transform that to very positive energy. In the Bible, they say holy anger, holy. For example, Shakyamuni Buddha, he performed all kinds of ascetic practice in Himalayas for six years, but he could not reach the great enlightenment. So finally, he decided himself under the Bodhi tree, even if this flesh decays and the bones fall apart, I will never leave this place until I achieve great enlightenment. This kind of anger or determination, that is the zeal. Because of this kind of courage or passion, we can overcome a lot of obstacles, internal or external. My teacher one day asked us, do you know why flee 
or ticks, they cannot live on the body of the poultry, like a chicken or a goose. Do you know why? They live in cats or dogs. But why you cannot discover flea on the, on the chicken? They say it is because their blood is very warm and hot. For the insects to live on the body of those poultry, it's not good environment. So my teacher told us, when your mind is full of courage and zeal, those obstacles cannot invade your mind. So the person who has a, a great passion or zeal, adversities, obstacles can be always transformed to speed up your boat, even though the wind is very strong. The third is the questioning or questioning mind. Practicing with a great faith and zeal is important, but sometimes we have to use our brain, we have to use our mind. For example, when you drive, there's a big obstacle. There's a, then with a bulldozer, you can push that away. You can move away those obstacles. But sometimes we need to go around the obstacles. For example, when you, when you try to enter some house, the door is locked. You can break that door or you, why don't you first look around some key under the mat? So if something is wrong in our practice in whatever area, trying very hard is, is important, but you can stop and think about what could be the best solution. Why am I so sleepy in meditation? Or why do I have so many wandering thoughts? The questioning mind, Buddha, what does a Buddha mean, literally, Sanskrit? Buddha is not originally some honorific title at all. It simply means the awakened one, awakened one. The person who are awakened to the ultimate reality. If you do not ask, you cannot get the answer. Buddha practiced with a great question first. His question was, as long as we are born in this world, all people have to experience a lot of suffering. 
When Buddha was in his teens, he very naively thought to himself, when there is a sun, there is a moon. When there is a night, there is a day. So if there is a suffering, there must be a solution for its suffering. So he left the palace with a great question, what is the nature of the human life, the mystery of life and death? So he became enlightened one after solving that question. Why regular people, for regular people, it is very hard to let go of our unwholesome attachment. Or why it is very hard for us to use our mind freely. For example, when it comes to our body, I can freely lift my right hand or left hand. But as for your mind, it is not easy for you to use that freely. Buddha said, it is because you have not realized your true nature. You have not seen into your original mind. So in the Zen tradition, they say, authentic practice starts after you attain the first glimpse of enlightenment. So our third head Dharma Master, Venerable Tessan said, the most urgent thing in this world for all humans is to attain enlightenment. That's the most urgent and imperative thing. Venerable Tessan said, the root of all sainthood and the sage is great enlightenment. The root of great enlightenment is great questioning, questioning mind. So through working with the Quan or the scripture, we need to continuously cultivate our on our innate wisdom. The last thing is a dedication. The definition of dedication goes in this way. Dedication means unremitting state of mind, which is the motivating force that will achieve the objective when we try to accomplish anything. Spiritual practice is not short track. It's more like a marathon. The higher the goal is, the more time it takes. When we are in elementary school, we heard the children's story, hare and the tortoise story, slow and steady win the race. This is a great lesson in the spiritual practice. Slow and steady 
eventually win the race. We use electric light bulbs, electric lights, whether it's a fluorescent light or some round bulb. So we know it's the invention by whom? Thomas Edison. So you have heard how many times he changed the filament inside, used different gas inside the electric bulb. It's not the theory. He has to experiment again and again. 6,000 times he changed the, the filament. Eventually he made it. But he did not think 5,990 times as the failure. It's just a process to go through in order to make the final success. So when you read uh, one Buddhism scripture, whatever scripture, you encounter this uh, phrase a lot. After lengthy practice for a long, long time, continue with your sincere effort uh, and so on. Our third head Dharma master said, cultivate your mind 100 times, 1,000 times, and 1 million times. Cultivate your wisdom 100 times, 1,000 times, and 1 million times. Persevere and carry out meritorious deeds 100 times and 100 times. So there is some specific skill. We do our best continuously without giving up. For example, for some people, after practicing meditation for one or two weeks, they give up or they offer prayer for a couple of days and think, well, that's not working. Our job is to continue that. The Bible says, in due season, in due season, we will reap the harvest. When you visit the age, Buddhist monastery age in Asia, you can see inside one monastery, there are many temples. The main temple, which enshrined the Shakyamuni Buddha statue, then that temple's name is Daeungja. Do you know what it literally means? Daeungja. The hall of Daeung means great hero. Great here. It means Shakyamuni Buddha. Why he became the great, great hero? Because he conquered, overcame the dark, the Mara, or the dark force in our mind. Disbelief, laziness, ignorance, and delusion. So 
all these four articles and the definition when we try to accomplish anything. So as I said in the beginning, whether it's a spiritual practice or in whatever area, when we have these four articles to progress, then we will overcome all kinds of obstacles very successfully, easily, and can live a very fulfilling 